0: Welcome to another Grip Berkman Coaches Cafe, sharing insights and tips on the journey of moving from I to We. I'm joined by Dr. Paul Ford, author and pioneer of Grip Berkman and Moving from I to We. The biggest difference between this spiritual gifts assessment and any other gifts assessment that I'm familiar with is that it doesn't just ask a person about their own personal gifts. Uh, It it is in the context of relationships, Um, and it's confirmed by other people who know you, who are close to you, who work with you, who have seen your gifts at work, and uh, there's, there's a different kind of integrity that is inherent in this assessment because of that. How did you come to see the need to look at spiritual gifts in the context of relationships and not just as gifts that were given to individuals?
1: Larry, you, your your question really paints the picture of what we what we've historically called the gifts triangle yeah. in a in a most wonderful and clear way. Um, as I began to understand that gifts were given for the body, that all, in, that each of us are uniquely wired by God, um, Scripture is very clear that when people come to the, come to the Lord and are filled with the Holy Spirit, Scripture suggests in three places that were given either one, two, or three primary spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. to serve others. Each one, those gifts were given so that the I could serve the we, which is where the I to we language started coming from. God prepared each of the eyes with specific gifts to serve everybody else. And so what we realized early on, and as you know, we're still the only process that approaches gifting from what we call a relational or community standpoint, we we look at gifts in three ways. The first is in gifts language. Um uh and we 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 play off of first Peter four, ten and eleven that talks about um verbal equipping gifts and um actions supporting gifts. So not only what are your gifts what are your gifts, but are they primary verbal, are they t- equipping in nature, or are they supporting, serving nonverbal, action-oriented nature? That in and of itself is is those two pieces are are profoundly. Um, freeing for many people. So many people have wanted to be leaders and they discover their gifts are support type gifts. And rather than being upset or disappointed, they end up finding freedom in the spirit because of that. And so part one is basic gifting and, and how your gifts function. The second piece really moves into the direct we piece that you spoke of, Larry, and that we call, we call it team styles. And that is how do I fit? How does my gift combination fit when I serve on a team? In other words, as a team comes together, each teammate understands gifting and then asks the questions, where are you strong? How are you weak? And who do you need? Which we know is our our, three of our core questions. Where are you powerful? How are you weak? Who do you need? The first one, we identify our strengths through our gifting. Secondly, where we're not gifted and are weak, then the Lord usually provides others in the team who can play those parts. And so what we build with the team style is an intrinsic understanding that we're called to work together and we're actually called to share responsibilities. Where you're powerful, you minister primarily. Where you're weak, I will minister powerfully and so forth. That's the second piece. The third corner um, is um, the, what we now call the bodybuilding roles. The bodybuilding roles originally was designed for leaders to see how they served in leading the body. But what we, we discovered is that um, people can have an individual place where they serve, they can serve on a team, but they also may serve in the larger body in a ministry. And so the bodybuilding roles gives language for how you might fit in a larger body ministry beyond just a small group or a ministry team. And originally we called that, um, I called it primary functions of leadership and then primary functions of stewardship. And the reason I started with that language, because your leadership grip, what we now call grip, was originally designed just for leaders. I designed it because of my absolute frustration that upwards of 70 of the, percent of the pastors, church planners and missionaries I work with did not have a clear sense of their gifting uh, for a multiplicity of reasoning. M- most folks just didn't see that much value in figuring out their gifting. And, and so um, by beginning to help people understand their gifting, I this language, primary functions of leader, helped them to, to begin to divide out the parts that fit their gifts, which functions are the primary leadership functions, fit their gifts. What we came to realize over the last 20 years is this isn't just a process for leaders. Um, in fact, I'm, I don't tell anyone, I, I still wish that in some ways we could get rid of the word leader and and move away from leader and move to bodybuilders. So we'd have a much clearer functional understanding of our steward responsibility as leaders. Um, but now we move to the bodybuilding roles because we want everyone to understand what part they might fit in in a larger body ministry. And so that's a very short um, summary of, of how the language changed so that it could serve really serve the whole body of Christ and not just leaders.
0: You talked a little bit about that change in the three terms that have been used for what we now know as bodybuilding roles. Primary functions of leadership, then primary function of stewardship, and then bodybuilding role. Uh, Some of us have looked at that bodybuilding role as being, this is where the body here actually sees fruit. This is where we're building up the body, right? Uh, And as people are looking at that part of the triangle, I guess, uh, you've you've probably answered the question I, that, that I'm, I'm thinking about. Why did we need three corners to look at, at gifts in this way? Because again, this is this is unique. I don't think any other assessment does this because they don't look at it in the context of relationships. Why why do we need three corners in order to really understand our giftedness?
1: Yeah, great question, Larry. Um, I think the individual needs to understand their individual spiritual gifts. Why? Because God designed each one of us uniquely with very specific spiritual gifts from conversion. Yes, we could minister in a full range of gifts, but scripture is clear that we're called to steward those one, two, or three, what you might call constitutional spiritual gifts that we have for a lifetime. If it were all about the individual, then we can stop, but we can't stop. Larry. Right? God designed us to function like this, and so We wanted to give people language to see themselves clearly. And so we took the gift combinations, became four team styles. And through our coaching process, this is one of the best parts of the coaching process where people have identified gifting and then they figure out which team styles fit. Their team styles help clarify how they serve specifically on a team. But there are many people in the body, who function not only a team, but also in a larger body ministry role, whether it's on a ministry team, on the mission field, or wherever you are. And we found that there was a third distinctive category that in some ways, sometimes we consider that it was an outward focus, which it often is, but it was different than just a small team. It allowed for ministry in the larger body in, in a more breadth sort of way. And um, obviously that, because of the original design, that is very helpful for a lot of leaders to gain understanding to their fit. And, and oh, the, the local church pastors who just suddenly begin to say, oh, the bodybuilding roles language really helps me see the two or three places where I've been most powerful of my whole ministry. Now I need to get busy releasing <laughs> those other bodybuilding roles to others in the body who whom God has designed to, to play. So, um. We realized that all three corners were distinctive and very personal. Um, uh, we, three sides of the same coin, which you know most coins don't have three sides, but I, <laughs> but I think, yeah. but I think you get the concept. And and again, Larry, um, I, it's so fun to share this with you because uh, you, as much as anybody in my in, in, in our world, understand what happens when. People, I get goosebumps after all these years. Um, just this weekend, watching a. a a young man that um, I was back in my uh, my home church uh, ministering um, and a young man came who's now the assistant pastor came up to me and he said, when I was 18, the first time you came to our church, um, we, we talked and he said, uh, and you, I talked about the gifts I had and I said, I said to him, man, isn't it tough now that you understand your gifts? So you got to be responsible. Uh, and I didn't <laughs> remember that that was any big deal, but, but that was life changing for him. He said, oh, God's given me these gifts and I actually... I'm responsible as an average layperson, and And uh, <laughs> he, he's an amazing young, young person of God now. I'm just so overwhelmed by what God has done in his life. And it's because he took responsibility for understanding his gifts, how that fit in the various teams that he served, and then for him, how that fit in larger body ministry. And in his case, he's, an, he's a youth pastor. He's involved uh, with some regional youth ministry stuff playing honest is gifting and and the bodybuilding roles language actually is a piece that helped him do that better
0: paul in our next episode i want you to talk about how you and grip got connected to the berkman method hey i hope you'll join us for the next podcast in this series as paul ford shares more of the history and principles that make grip berkman and moving from i to we so important for building unity in the body of christ so more people know Jesus. Bye bye for now.